This is C-Max, we are Matrimony of Madness. What was that? We dated on Halloween, we got married on Halloween, we spent our Thursday evening talking about Halloween, we're a family-friendly podcast with all the blood and guts, and whether it's your first time or you're a frequent listener, thank you for taking a stab at it. That's how you do the intro. What do you think? Rate my intro one to five. Five being the best? Five being the best. I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it a 3.75. Rate yourself coming into this podcast just now. <clears throat> I'm going to give myself a 1.25. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's Spoongy. I, I sound like you had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Hey, guys. It's Spooky. Hey, guys. It's Spooky. So, if it's your first time listening, I'm so, so sorry. For the frequent listeners. Welcome you, back. You about it. You better. We're very, we're very tired. It's been a day. We have literally packed our entire house. Most of it. Moved it all into the storage unit that we literally got less than 24 hours ago. (laughs) (laughs) Cleaned, kind of. You did the cleaning. It's just been, my back is throbbing. I'm drinking an adult beverage. Adult beverage? Yeah, because we're a family friend. I, it's 12.58 a.m. on Friday. We're yeah. recording that late. We're recording while you're listening. <laughs> what? We're recording while you're listening. Never mind. Uh, dude, yeah. What? So go ahead. I'm still trying to figure out process what you said. We're recording while they're listening? Yeah. That's called live. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not what we're doing. Anyways, I went to go see how many steps I had, but it's already Friday and I'm only at 46 steps. But yesterday being ending, yesterday ending an hour ago, I had 15,408 steps. That was just removing our stuff. Just removing our stuff because I did absolutely nothing except donuts with dudes prior to moving our entire house. Did you get to eat a donut? I did eat a donut. What donut did you eat? I had a, I'm I'm an old man. You had glazed. I had a glazed, man. Plain, plain glazed. Plain glazed. Boring. So I got picked Guys, for Donuts with Dudes, one of our kiddos that we work with, her dad couldn't make it, so she picked me for Donuts with Dudes, and it was fun. I, I, I represented. I hope I get picked for Mommies and Muffins, or whatever it is. <laughs> well, I, first of all, it's, it didn't say Daddies, Daddies and Donuts. Um, it's going to be... Mamacitas <laughs> Muffins. Mamacita Muffins. Muffins, the Mamacitas. Mom, yes. So... I committed this, I wanted to, I'm, I'm tapping the, one of the feedback is I tap too much. I, I know. Every time he does that, I, 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 t- I, need I to, vigorously stare. I need to handcuff my hand. I'm going to put my hands on the table like this. He needs to sit on your hand. Sit on your hands. So some of the feedback, I'll lose circulation. Some of the feedback you guys give us is I do tap the table. And then a lot of you guys give us the audio issues. We don't have a mixer and we don't have multiple mics set up yet. I blame myself because Spooky just really wanted to start this bad boy. And I should have said, you know what? We should wait. But I didn't. So that's full accountability on me that my wife wanted to start it very soon. 
So what he's saying is he's taking responsibility for it being my fault because I wanted to start it too. But also, I'm I'm being accountable. We have two mics. We literally have a mic, another mic right over there, guys. And um, the first time we recorded the pilot episode, I couldn't figure it out. So here we are. We'll end up figuring it out. Anyways, do you have any funny stories? I have a little bit of a funny story. Uh, I don't have any funny stories on the top of my head, so you just go right ahead. So I wanted to also before I get into the fun before I get into the funny story. I wanted to dedicate a little bit of this portion to shouting out people that I've forgotten to shout out. And this is coming from a guy who's number one big on gratitude. And I'm thankful all the time for everything and everyone. And on the podcast, I haven't given people their due. At least one person for sure I haven't given him his due. But everyone who sent us gifts and feedback and everything you don't have to do that and we're beyond thankful for it and we appreciate it. Just you guys listening, man, is insane. But those who have went above and beyond, you didn't have to do that, but we're super thankful and we appreciate you. Those who comment, those who are in the Discord, uh, making the community go around. Uh, but one person I want to thank is my little bro, uh, Bryce, at Instagram, uh, at Instagram at it's I-T-S, meh, M-E-H, Bruce, even though that's not his name. It's just funny. It's my Bruce. He wrote our intro music. It's true. He wants to write our spoiler-free territory into spoiler territory music. He wants to revamp the arrival music. He wants to revamp the arrival music. He's very talented. For my birthday, he gave me this really creepy drawing of like this vampire dragon hand on this dude in a bowler hat. It's awesome. And it's got like a little spot for inspirational quotes. He's got great artwork. I'm not just saying this to my little brother. I love him very much and I'm thankful for all he's done. And every every time we record the podcast, I message him. I'm like, dude, I'm I'm the big... I say curse words. But we don't say curse words on the show. Well, family friend. I say, I'm a fudging fart. And I'm a fudging fart farty. And, but I don't say those words. And then that translates to thanks, my dude. For everything. <laughs> that translates to thanks for it. And he's like, you know what? It's okay. I did it for you anyways. Which kind of makes me feel even worse. That he's... I wish she would get mad about it. I wish she'd be like, it's okay, dude. You just don't appreciate it. Instead, he's like, you know what, bro? I do it for you. I'm like, ouch. He doesn't mean to. That it cuts me deep. No, he's doing it for you. That should be a good thing. I don't understand. How it's, like, it's like the blood oath. Where you... He's literally doing something for you. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired. No, I don't. Oh, okay. Those out there... With depression. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying. Anyways, my funny story is, and I quote, my little brother at 5.41 p.m. yesterday says, and I quote, bro, F word A. And it's a YouTube video of the song Every Last One from the new Texas Chancellor Massacre 2022 movie. And I asked him about it and he says, it hurts. F and metal. And I said he wrote a metal soundtrack and he didn't respond for an hour. And I had told you that I thought he was royally ticked off. And didn't want to talk about it. And didn't want to talk about it because I thought Colin Stetson, who my brother loves y'all, like he was going to do the Adult Swim VIP like digital package for the festival to watch Colin Stetson. Like he's about it. Yeah. And Colin Stetson's great. He wrote the, sound, he wrote the soundtrack for Hereditary among other things. So I told you in between one of my trips from storage yeah. that my little brother was mad that Colin Stetson wrote a metal soundtrack. No, 
This song's just insane. Like good? Like good. Oh. It's, it's the purge mixed with It Follows, mixed with rural backwoods machinery going off. Okay. To the point Tractors. of to the point of where I was at the storage unit and I turned it off because I got scared. <laughs> because the storage unit is like this long hallway where lights come on as you walk. Yeah. And the background was like, okay. And I was like, I got scared. And I, turned it. I was like, I'm out. Let me put Ed Sheeran back on. Let <laughs> me put Ed Sheeran back on. Guys, I realized top 40 radio is Ed Sheeran, Dua Lipa, the weekend, and then you said a splash of Olivia Rodrigo. Yes. That's top 40, y'all. Basically. I, our storage unit is literally like five minutes away, so I, I would come here, grab stuff, go back. I think I heard uh, all of Ed Sheeran's discography. <laughs> and then at one point, I got in the car. Uh, the weekend came on. Yep. Got Went over there, unloaded, took me like 15 minutes, got back in the car to come back, and another weekend song had come on, and I hadn't switched a radio station. It's crazy. That is insane. It was nuts. That's my funny story for the week. But I like I, I, we're just thankful for everyone. Uh, this episode is going to be probably a little off the rails because we are both very tired. We have someone coming to deep clean our house tomorrow. So we, and it's still like the house still isn't done. I've got some stuff I have to do, but progress is progress. Spooky has done none of her homework. Ugh. We're we're just living life, but we're not going to cancel because we're committed. And we know some of you need this on Friday, and we need it, so we're not going to cancel. You can't cancel us. No cancel culture here. No cancel culture here. Unless I say unless I say something stupid. Then I'm canceling. Then you're canceling you. our marriage. Oof. Okay. So, what we got? You got some news? Um, <clears throat> The only news I have is the Oscar... Uh, Oscars. Oscars. The Oscars not, uh, released their nominees. And the only, the lone wolf representation lone wolf. of our precious genre was Nightmare Alley. Yeah. Give it up for Nightmare Alley. Just doing the Lord's work and being nominee, nominated for, you know, I think screenplay, hair, makeup, costumes, stuff like that. Which, as we said last week, free on HBO Max for a little bit of time. We have just been so busy. We have not. I really want to watch it, but we have not well, had time to watch and it. And my brother is a huge Guillermo del Toro fan, so it would be like almost sacrilegious to watch it without him. So we just need to. We just need to make that. There happen. you go, Bryce. That's your. Um, that's, that's your guilt trip for you to come and uh, watch it with us. Yeah, yeah. So I have got a couple. Uh, that's all you got. That's all I got. What if there was like an S, an Oscars and it was like everything that sucked? I would love that. We should do like, that. Like, what's the worst? Best. That's super negative though. But the like best worst movie. The best worst movie for last year, even though we've never seen it, probably Lamb. I never saw. Yeah, we never saw. But it. like that movie is so divisive with people. That's true. Maybe this maybe the category should be the most divisive, the most divised movie, the most divided movie. I would say because you know what else would win for that one? Huh. And from it, last year? No, 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 from not from last year. I, I forgot what year it came out. Maybe uh-huh. 2017 or something. I don't know. <laughs> not last year, maybe 2017. I don't know what it was, but Mother. I like that movie a lot. Okay, but a lot of people didn't. It's a very divisive. I don't know. What, I don't know that word you used. But That's I'm because people it. who 
people read the Bible and they knew that what was in Mother is actually in the Bible and they didn't like it being told to them what it's, was in the Bible. Yeah, it's very, it's very graphic, y'all. I mean, it's it was, good, but... the ending was definitely intense to where my brother's laughing and I was like, ooh. It's a bit, yeah, it's a it's bit a much. It's a bit much. It is. So I've got a couple things. Again, guys, we're not a news podcast for those who are just uh, tuning in for the first time. We're not a news podcast. We give you a couple of tidbits. Go out there and find it yourself. On your zine. On your... Ouch, that hurts. No, I said it because I like it. I like that One word. thing I'm super excited about, coming to Disney Plus, baby. Broom, 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 broom. A Goosebumps TV show, 10 episodes. I, I'm so excited. For Disney Plus, baby. Green light. Disney Plus. Uh, I, I swore oh. you were going to hit with the, give me the green light. Because I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Don't, we're going to get DCMA'd. Can that even happen? I don't. Yes, actually. It can? If we have the real music, yes. Because I really want to play that Texas Chainsaw. I just want to sit here. We and, can't. I know. But I just want to not talk for the three minutes and just like sit here. Yeah. And make people listen to it. Go That's listen cool. to it, guys, before the movie comes out. Also, uh, the video game Salt and Sacrifice coming out May 10th for PS5, PS4. That really cool game that we saw, I believe, last year, Atomic Heart. Oh, yeah. It didn't get an exact release date, but they're like, it's coming end of 2022. So you've got time. you got time to play Elden Ring and, and Kirby. All the, and all the other games and Tiny Tina's and the Lego Star Wars oh, saga. You always bring that. I think you maybe you might be most excited about that. Okay, I'm not gonna lie, I'm the most excited about that. You're more excited about that than Elden Ring? Ooh. I don't, I don't know. know if you can say that on the air of a horror podcast. I literally didn't even answer. You didn't answer. You just kinda like did the lip the lip quiver thing. I did the 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 suck your suck the air through your teeth. <laughs> be careful what you say on the air, please. <laughs> That was scary for a second there. I wish you guys would have saw his face. <laughs> Look at this face. My boy. So Chucky, Spooky's number one from 2021, is coming to Blu-ray, which means I'll have to buy it for her. Let's go, boss. April 12th, 2022. It's got some deleted scenes. Yes. Your favorite thing is the blooper reel. I don't know if it has that. Dude, but I, I, I love bloopers. You really do. They're like one of my favorite things to watch. I think you love bloopers so much you try to create them for our own podcast. You're, they're not organic. You're just like, like you were trying to record no. me talking. To, oh, I'm trying to get the bloopies or whatever, <laughs> no, whatever I was, you said. Sometimes I'll just record like us testing the mic and you said something that I can't. Oh yeah, I said something really. It like, was super inappropriate. Cancelable. Yes. So I can't. Canceled. So everything was good in it except for that part. I was like, well, I can't add that to the bloop. Oh, yeah. I can't add that to the bloop. You said, can't add that to the bloopies. You said something dumb. I thought I said bloop. Did you say bloop? Yeah, because I saved as bloop. Oh, you saved the thing as bloop. Yes. Dude, what is this combo? <laughs> <laughs> saved it as bloop. You have any more news? Yeah, Ash vs. Evil Dead came out with a sweet, dang, Ultimate Edition and, like, Deluxe Edition. And we missed out on the Ultimate Edition. <laughs> the I'm Ultimate so Edition sad. is already gone. If you want the Deluxe Edition, I just want to look up what it has real quick, and then we'll be done with news. Like, it's, like, it's legit. The Ultimate Edition had a real, I, okay, not a real one, but, like, a life-size Necronomicon. Yeah, I think that might be the only difference. 
But did you get the Necronomicon and everything in yes. the deluxe? Oh my. Yeah, yeah. Gosh. Yeah, so the Ultimate Edition was $200. And it came it came with the Necronomicon. Those are unfortunately sold out. And there's only there was only a thousand units across oh. like all consoles. The deluxe. I just want to make sure I'm saying this right. The collector's edition. Sorry, limited to five thousand units across all versions for one hundred thirty dollars. Comes with the game. Comes with the Savani Ash skin. Uh, deluxe game. Deluxe hardcover cover book. Game soundtrack on vinyl, which I think is legit. That's pretty cool. I like that. Evil Dead Steelbook. I'm a sucker for steelbooks. T-shirt art card set. Uh, game the season pass for the game, a collectible, collectible outer box for all your things, and then two wait, outer box, outer. Oh, yeah, it's weird. And then two ash outfits for like, I've 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 bought one collector's edition in my day. I think, I think the Spider Man one. Um, I don't think I've ever bought another one. The Last of Us. No, you have the steel book for that. I have the steel book, but I never. I didn't the the Last of Us Deluxe Edition or whatever came with the Ellie statue for Last of Us Two playing the guitar. I feel like I think Bryce I think my little brother got like the one up. Did yeah. I get the collector's edition of Tomb Raider? Because I had that little book. No, you got like the steel book. And it just came with like yeah. the comic book? Your collector's editions typically come with like statues. A statue or and something. Stuff like that. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. But for, gotcha. for for 130 bucks, what this offers is because like the game is probably 40 or 40 to the 60. The fact that the Necronomicon is only 70 dollars. Well, that's with your Ultimate Edition, but they're all gone. Well, I know, but yeah. technically, it was only 70 dollars for that book. I mean, for me, that's a lot of money. For you, you're like, I'll spend that right now. That's my coffee table book. Sure. Right on my coffee table. <laughs> sure. You got it. So yeah, that's it. Uh, we went. <laughs> We went to we went to look up like potential giveaways because we have ideas and the ultimate edition was already gone and then we forgot to even like think about pre planning for a giveaway because we were like, ah, oh we need to pack our house, <laughs> <laughs> so no need for a Necronomicon. <laughs> All right, what we got next? We have some sinister sneaks. I like it to discuss for those of you who are listening for the first time. Sinister sneaks is just our fancy word for. Movie and video game trailers. That is very true. Would you like to start? You could start. Okay. There is a movie coming out. Wow. <laughs> Bro, no way. Yes. It is based on the 1980 book by Stephen King. It is called Firestarter. Firestarter. It is coming to theaters and streaming on Peacock May 13th. Nice. It's actually a remake. The original Firestarter movie was in 1984 with Drew Barrymore. Baby Drew. Baby Drew. E.T. Drew. So the star of this one, well, I say it's the star. I say the little girl's part of the star. Uh, Zac Efron plays the dad. Yeah, that was that was legit. I, I saw it right away. I was like. As soon as he came on, I paused it. I'm like, is that my baby boy, Zac? It is. And then Ryan Kiara Armstrong plays the little girl. Sydney Lemon or Lemon, I can't really, I don't know how it's pronounced, plays the mom. And then your boy. Kurtwood Smith. Red Foreman himself <laughs> plays this dude just in a hospital or something. I yeah, don't we don't really know. Um, the, the director is Keith Thomas and the producer is Jason Blum of Blumhouse. As I mean, you guys, know you guys should know who that is. 
Or if you don't, just you know, Google Blumhouse and see all of the movies. <laughs> if that you don't Google produced. Blumhouse, and there's legit been Universal haunted houses. Yeah, about, you know. The other producer is Akiva Goldman, who actually won an Oscar for the screenplay of Beautiful Mind. Which is nuts. Which is nuts. So why don't so, you go? Why don't no, you go? What do you think? I've been talking a lot. Stop! Stop throwing me the ball. It's spooky and C Max Horrorcast. What did you think of this trailer? As the last two or three books you've read have been Stephen King. So you are the perfect candidate to talk about this movie. <laughs> okay, so let me just say what the movie is about first. So basically, it's this little girl. She's super cute. She has this power that when she gets mad, basically things just light on fire around her, which is nuts. She like lights her bathroom at her school on fire because the kids were making fun of her, which I also would probably do that if the kids were making fun of me. Um, she like lights herself on fire at one point. She starts, she tries to control her. Her dad's trying to con- help her control it. Stuff like that. So as I'm watching it, I'm thinking this is totally like a Stephen King mm-hmm. screenplay. Like it, it, it doesn't remind me of like Carrie, but it reminds me of the sense of where like, you know, Carrie was picked on. She had, like, the supernatural power. It definitely reminds me of Carrie a little bit. So I can kind of see, you know, that type of writing. I have not read Firestarter. I'm sure I probably will. Honestly, you know what else it reminded me of? What did it remind you of? And I pray that I don't have the same feelings. I think you're going to say what I'm thinking in my head. It reminded me of Brightburn. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 100%. And... Guys, when we watched Brightburn, we were actually really excited for it. It was a cool premise, but I feel like the execution just wasn't done well. I don't know. Yeah, we left the theater. Kind of disappointed. I kind of feel like this is going to give us the same effect. I am I hope it doesn't. I hope I'm wrong. But the whole trailer, I was going back and forth between, you know, the Stephen King mind and then just the fact that it... 100% reminds me of Brightburn. Yeah. We'll see. When's that come out? Oh, yeah. Peacock, May 13th. Yeah, Peacock in theaters, May 13th. The The difference between Carrie is Carrie is like... Carrie's more religious-based, yeah. whereas this is more... The, it's the government this, finds out. Right. There's a, in the trailer, there's a dynamic between the husband and wife where Zac Efron, the husband, is... Well, we just got to control it we need to help her control it it. we need to protect her and the mom as well as we need to get her help yeah and obviously probably yeah and he's saying you know well they're just gonna lock her up experiment on her you know stuff like that which i mean to be fair they probably will but they're being like hunted by probably government officials or or something they're being they're they end up being hunted by somebody some kind of organization Government wants their paws on everything. Exactly. So, we're excited. May 13th. We'll see. We'll check it out. I'll probably end up reading the book beforehand. And I'll do a little side-by-side comparison. We well, better get going. I'm almost done with Salem's Lot. Nice. What you got next? So, I think I'm going to have it. I'm going to explain. I'm, well, I'm going to go. Okay, so anyways. Sure, yeah. What? So, there's a, a new A24 film mm-hmm. that is coming soon. Hee hee ha ha, because that's all it said. It's coming soon. Google says maybe May 20th, but yep. we're not really sure. So, take that with a grain of salt. We're just going to say coming soon, because that's what the trailer said. It is called Men. Mm-hmm. It is directed by Alex Garland, mm-hmm. who wrote and directed Ex Machina, 
wrote 28 Days Later, created that show, Devs, that everyone loves, and wrote the screenplay for Dread and the Annihilation movies. I cannot say that. The Lots of credits to his Yes. Name. He's, you know... He, he's, he's got some, as, as Luggy would say, mm-hmm. friend of the show, he's got some slammers. He's got some slammers. Killer Tofu. The main actress is Jessie Buckley. She is in Fargo, and she is in a couple episodes of Chernobyl. Fargo, the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. And in a couple episodes of Chernobyl. Oh, yeah, there is a Fargo movie, huh? Yeah. With Ben Affleck or something? About a while ago. I can't remember. She's also in Taboo. She is in Taboo. So... <laughs> How about you? You well, explain this. Let this me trailer. start with our cat Django hated this trailer. He he was not a fan. He hated it. Not a fan at all. Cause it starts out where she's just staring down the star coal. Or it it reminded me of like the tunnel that Pennywise kills Henry Bowers in mm-hmm. or whatever. And she's just ha! I don't remember the noise she makes, but she I, makes some kind of like ha ha, and then it echoes ha. And the whole trailer. It's echoing. The whole time. Ha. And our cat did not like it. Nope. And he's looking at the screen and he's seeing this like lush, fertile sewer, sewer kind of environment thing going on. And he's just hearing the ha over and over. Ha. And then, I mean, it's distributed by A24. It's written by Alex Garland. So like, we don't know. We didn't know what Ex Machina was until we watched it. Correct. So, you know, the name of its men, she's... In between the the echoes of her exclaiming, ah, there's like screams and other things going little on. Little flashbacks little, of like different environments that she's in. That statue she looks at, the shape of it starts to yeah. change. She's, she's seeing like dudes in her periphery or in front of her and then they disappear. Yeah, mostly shadows And of this them. is happening in different environments. And the end of the trailer is... She sees, she didn't originally see someone at the end of that tunnel. And at the end of the trailer, she does. And they're running towards her. I thought it was like almost a mirror image of her at one point. Okay, so I thought it was a mirror image of her too. Because I thought they were running away. Yeah, so maybe it was. Well, the movie's called Men. If you look up the cast, there's like three people. Yeah, it's really bizarre. What's also interesting is when they had the title screen come up that said Men. There was a snake in the background. I don't know if you uh, noticed that. I didn't see that. Yeah, it was because the background was black, and it was basically the snake scales were like a dark gray, and mm. they were like slithering. So Whoa, that was interesting. Okay. Yeah. I missed that snake in the grass. <laughs> the snake got dead. Go ahead. It said coming soon. However, uh, when we did some Google research, when we did research, which basically means we typed into Google, it said May twentieth again. Take that with a grain of salt. Exactly. So we also watched this Hulu trailer. Yep. And it was totally random. It just kind of showed up. We It showed up and, hey, recommended since you were watching all these other things. We typically have a list of what we want to make sure we want to talk about and our listeners want to hear. But this, like, yeah, YouTube was literally like, hey, you want to watch this, right? Yeah. It also kept wanting to show me the Jurassic Park trailer, which I do want to watch. Mm-hmm. But... I had to prioritize content for the show. So I will be watching that later. So it just threw up this No Exit movie. Yeah, No Exit comes out February 25th. Um, So what's so funny is... Well, let me just give a background real quick. So the movie is basically 
shows this young woman. She's at like a rehab facility. She gets a call that her mom is in the hospital and everyone at the rehab facility is like, you know, you can't leave. If you leave, you're going to go back to jail. Mm -hmm. You have to stay. Mm -hmm. Well, of course, she bails. She gets pulled over by a cop and the cop says the snowstorm has shut down all the roads. She wants to get to Salt Lake City. Yes. We don't know where she's coming from, though. Correct. Where her mom is, supposedly where her mom is at a supposed... Yeah, we don't get confirmation that her mom's in the hospital. We just know that. We don't get to hear the phone call or anything. Yeah. So, she could be making it up for all we know, just to get out. So, she pulls into these, these, she pulls into this hotel that the cop tells her to go into to it, wait the storm visitor out. Visitor center. Oh, just kidding. Visitor center. Mm-hmm. I thought visitor it was a center. hotel. That's all right. And uh, there's, what, four other people in there with her? Four or five. Yeah. And, you know, they're all different types of characters, different personalities, stuff like that, where she is going outside to try to get cell phone reception. And, of course, there's no cell phone reception, no Wi-Fi. And as she's walking back, she hears, like, a little girl screaming. And she's like, what the heck? Mm -hmm. So she turns around. Apparently, there's some... So there's a little kid tied up in someone's van. And we don't know whose van it is. We don't know who this girl is. And she's like, I'm going to try to get you out. People inside are starting to get sketchy. Basically, the whole premise is she's trying to save this little girl. Mm-hmm. The whole time, it reminded me of this movie called Vacancy, which was in 2007. Is that what I said? 2007? I think you said 2007. It's an it's a really old film, but I really enjoy it. But it reminded me of that because it's basically a bunch of strangers that get stuck. That's a motel. They get stuck at a motel together, mm-hmm. a bunch of strangers, and then a bunch of crazy stuff happens. There's a crazy spoiler at the Twist at the end, but I'm not going to spoil it. Definitely go watch that. I think I have seen that movie. It's old. You probably have. I have, and I think I forgot it. So, you know, the ultimate question already happened. There you go. Vacancy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dang it. So, it's so funny. It rem- go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, I'm going to say it reminded you of what? It reminded me of, like, the movie Identity a little bit, which is also a slammer. 2003, John Cusack, Ray Liotto. I'm not going to spoil the movie. Identity. It's not going to be as good as Identity. You want to dap? What are you reaching across the table? There you go. It reminded me of that because it's just the constant, like, it, it feels like it's going to be a lot of people interviewing each other and who's for, who's legit, who's yeah, for real. Yeah, who's who, who's so, what. I mean, the premise looks good. It, the only person that I recognize who's in the movie is freaking Dennis Habert, All State Stand. Okay, is that who that yeah. was? I was like, why does he it's the All-State guy? That's All-State That's so bizarre. Yeah. So, he's also been in movies. Like, he's he been has, in 24. He and has like been in movies. Other stuff. He was an actor first, but I couldn't get the All-State. Because he's shuffling cards. All-State. That's All-State, Stan. You want to protect this little girl? That's All-State, Stan. <laughs> Dang it. So, it's so funny because after the trailer was done, I was like... I mean, like, do you think that's a horror movie? Like, like should we add, should we include that? Is that horror? And <laughs> C-Max goes, well, it was kind of scary for me. <laughs> I, was like, I was a little scared. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm also borderline exhausted, so. I just, I just think of, like, if I... It doesn't snow in Florida. So, first of all, snow is a little bit scary. Yeah. So, if I had to detour with hang out with a bunch of dudes 
and ladies who I don't know would not go well for me. No, yeah, I would be, be kind, but I'd be like, yo, where's the actual room I can stay in? This is a visitor's lodge. Where's the lodge part <laughs> and not the common room part? Yeah. <laughs> and like one dude's in the corner, like mean mugging me. I'd be like, dude, you, do we, we have issues? Oh yeah, there is one dude. I think he might be like a drug addict or something. Yeah. He we doesn't, got issues? He doesn't look very well. Yeah. It's just, they're not, no one's high strung enough. And I'm very kind. I'm very loving. I'm very compassionate. Again, gratitude. But no one's high strung at all. Like, they're just like, oh, we're going to have to sit and wait it out. You want to play some cards? You know how to play poker? Everybody has their tails. And I'm like, I, yeah, my tell is y'all are nuts. Because no one in here is freaking out. We, we have no Wi-Fi. We have no cell phone service. It's snowing like cats and dogs. It's raining cats and dogs. It's snowing like something, some other animal. And none of y'all are freaking out. So that was a little scary to me. I mean, fair. And then you find a kid locked up in a van. Yeah, that's messed up. That they're not even worried about hiding. I know. They're just, well, maybe because they're like, well, the kid's just going to freeze to death. That's fine. Yeah, a little scared for me. A little bit, a little bit weird. So the last thing that we watched was this Netflix preview that mm-hmm. kind of steamrolled through a bunch of things that Netflix. Is 2022 Netflix preview. Basically is what that was. So there's this movie called Day Shift. We don't really know much about it. Uh, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Hunting maybe. Vampires. Django Unchained. Django Unchained. Jamie Foxx hunting vampires, jumping a Ford truck or something like Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, it's like Fast Looks and the Furious and, and, and vampires it. combined. Also, C-Max said, I shouldn't put it in, but I'm going to say it anyways. Knives Out 2 is coming and I'm super excited. But hey, there's murder in it, so I say it counts. Murder! <laughs> I'm so excited. And then there's this uh, movie called The Mothership, which is just, you know. Halle Berry. Halle uh, Berry. Which I don't even know the last thing she's been in, honestly. Halle Berry, her husband gets abducted. We try to figure it out. Aliens. Yeah, and then they showed Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio too. They did, which is good. They showed a little. That a that little was picked piece. up. So they didn't. They didn't really go into detail on everything. So no. some of these might not even. They also talked about uh, the Adam Project, which we didn't feel like should make the cut for no. what we do. And they also didn't give any release dates. Yeah, it was. It, it was just. It was a movie every week. It was just them, yeah. them pushing. It was them pushing content, but it was it was cool to watch. The Knives Out 2 drop at the end was really cool and surprising. I was super excited for that. And then we watched like a 30-second te- – it was pretty much a 30-second love letter to Jordan Peele. Oh, yeah. And then at the very end, it shows Stephen Young and a couple other people just, just like looking, looking in, the, in sky. the sky. So the Nope trailer, Jordan Peele's new movie – uh, Super Bowl Sunday. So we'll be talking about that next week. Yep. And that concludes our sinister sneaks. <laughs> so we did watch half of a show this week. We figured uh, uh, the episodes were only thirty minutes. So if, if you, if you as a listener, want to start watching it with us and watch the next half as we go into next week, we could do that. But one of the sh- and again, guys, we're just packing and we're exhausted and we're just doing as much as we can. To get this house sold and try to offer content. But that show we started watching. When did we start watching it? Was it on my birthday? No, it wasn't on my no. birthday. because We started watching well, Over it. the weekend? Yeah. Or this past weekend. week? We started watching Murderville. Murder. Which we talked about a couple episodes ago. We did. Would, would you want to tell them a little bit about, about Murderville? A little bit about Murderville. <laughs> that was hard to say. <laughs> Is it? Christopher, no, not Christopher. That's Christer. Not, that's not how you say it. Christer, Christer Johnson and like a million other people. 
uh, directed it, produced it, wrote it. I know that um, Will wrote a little bit of it as well. So basically, this is a recap. It is a show. Every episode, there is a different celebrity guest. Mm-hmm. And they are the detect the murder detective murder detective that's not homicide detective yeah Duh. he's he's the homicide detective yes every episode it's he has a new partner yes will is the homicide detective mm-hmm. every episode he's got a new partner a new celebrity partner and the celebrity partner does not have a script they have no idea what's going on as far as like what the actual script is they don't they don't, just don't know what's coming so it's all improv for the celebrity people what I really like about this... And we only watched the first three episodes. There's six total. Yes. We will be reviewing right now one through three, and then we'll give a spoiler review of just some of our fu- funny... Some of the funny... Some of the funny moments. So... Full review, not till next week, of the whole show. Correct. So the... that I lost my train of thought. First episode? No. I had something else I was going to say. I didn't mean to interrupt you. That's okay. So the first episode starts with Conan O'Brien, which that man... He's almost like Pharrell, where I don't think he's aging anymore. I think he stopped. I think he stopped aging. He's, a, know, he's a vampire. You know what's funny? Is what's I was funny? watching an episode of The Twilight Zone today with one of my kiddos in their class. Like the old Twilight Zone? Yes. Okay. The old Twilight Zone. And it was um, about taking drinking this smile juice. It honestly reminded me of We Happy Few. Uh-huh. And everyone drinks the smile juice. You know, like, take your joy. Mm-hmm. And everyone, when they get to age 18, they all have surgery to look like one another. Yeah, it was bizarre. And then this one lady was like, I'm not doing it. My, good. good for her. My dad, my dad gave me all these books. They banned all the books. Oh, so it's pretty much what's going on right now? Yeah. <laughs> all books were banned. And she's like, I'm not conforming, yada, yada, yada. In the end, she ended up doing it. Spoiler. But... <laughs> In the end, she did end up conforming and doing everything her dad told her not to do. Yeah, basically, because her dad, he, uh... Oh, dang. Yeah, because he couldn't take the fact that he had no identity anymore, so he offed himself. So anyways, sorry, that was kind of random, but that totally... <laughs> the fact that you said Conan O'Brien doesn't age reminded me of this, because they don't age. After the transformation, okay. they don't age. So, did, I, did you get your train of thought back? Yes, but I'll say it at the end. No, do it right now. Do it now because you'll lose it again. Okay. Do it now. So I really, what I what I really like about this show is, so each each episode, so each celebrity has to guess who the murderer is at the end. At the end, and there's always three different subjects, mm-hmm. and they have to guess which one it is, and then we get to see if they're right or not. What I like about it is you kind of get to play the game with you them. You do. So that's, that's I cool. think that's really cool. I'm three for three. I honestly don't remember. I'm three for three, for sure. Okay, I believe you. So the first one, Conan O'Brien. First one was Conan O'Brien. It's called The Magician's Assistant is the name of the episode that he's in. And so basically, what was the murder? <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. So the murder is... Oh, wait, is... This, this is spoilers. Dang it. Oh, okay. You're yeah. right. Sorry. So yeah, let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about all three, like, separately, and then we'll go into some of the spoilers. Because I think, t- like... Talking about the funny moments of the show is a spoiler. I think so, too. Yeah. So, Will's character is named Terry Seattle, by the way. <laughs> they are not based in Seattle. I think, um, well, yeah, overall impressions. Let's talk about overall impressions of the show so far. 
and then we'll get into more spoiler There's these episodes of thirty minutes. They're packed with hilarious stuff. It's it's all yeah. it's almost all spoilers. So she she pretty much recapped the show very well. Will Arnett is Terry Seattle. He's in every episode. He's the homicide detective, and he gets assigned a partner for random reasons. And he's always like pissed off. He's about always pissed it. off about he's it. He's always like. I don't need a partner. I don't need a partner or I'm... I'm, I'm a Lego Masters. <laughs> he doesn't say that. That's not a spoiler. I just made that up. That would be funny. But yeah, I really... Just overall impressions, I really... The first three episodes at least, I thought the di- the diversity in the cast was good. No women yet. We haven't got to see the women show we their ne- stuff. We will but we next, will next week. Uh, the first three episodes, this, aren't, this isn't a spoiler because it's in the trailer. Mm-hmm. You had Conan O'Brien in the first one, Marshawn Lynch in the second one, which I can't get over, and then Camille Nanjiani in the third. And I think each brought their own kind of flavor. I and, think so. And I think the writers did very well tailoring the episodes and the flow and dynamic to each guest they had. They, yeah. It's not Impractical Jokers where it's just like, let's make it as cringe and annoying as possible. They, they really tried to... Play to the strengths, I feel like. I think so. Because Camille is very good. Camille and Conan, very good improv already. Yeah. Their whole lives, you know, Camille, comedian before he was a big actor. Yeah. I don't know if a lot, of, a lot of people don't know that. Stand-up comedian before he was an actor. Conan, late night TV show host for literally what feels like an eternity. Because so, he's a vampire. Very strong with the improv. Marshawn Lynch is just, he was a football player <laughs> and he's a gangster and he says gangster whatever stuff. he wants to. And it, it was it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. I think it's a good breath of fresh air. I like what Spooky said, how you do get to play the game along yeah. with... Uh, obviously, it's harder having to act out an entire episode of a show and then try to guess who yeah. the killer was. For us, it's a little bit easier. But it adds the dynamic to it because not only are you in for an improv show, but you're also playing the game. Yeah, and it's really lot. fun to see them, to see each celebrity get caught off guard. Yes. Like, something will happen, like, their face, like, they can't hide their face yeah. expression. So, it's, this Camille is... Camille was probably the worst. This is, like, a bloopers yeah. show you, for you, me. You were, it was cloud nine for you. It was great. Camille, out of the three episodes we watched, I love Camille. He was the worst at keeping it together. He really was. He, he could not do it. It was hilarious. I think that's why my, that's, Camille's is my favorite one so far. It reminded me of Timothy Chalamet when they when he did the skit. I don't know if you've seen this. He did the skit with Pete Davidson. I think they were making fun of the Island Boys. Uh-huh. And Timothy Chalamet is like, "Whoop that! What?" And they're doing like a rap song, and Timothy has to like cover his face because he's he like, "He can't crying. handle it." He's, yeah. Pete's like keeping it together. Timothy can't, and so it remind Camille like Camille literally will start laughing like a couple times. Yeah, in the he show. he lost it a couple of times, but that's because he also did outrageous things. He did. That were yeah. Which we'll go into. Uh, for those of you who do not want spoilers, who have not watched episodes one through three of Murderville, we're going to talk a little bit about spoilers, and we're going to talk about some of the funny moments we enjoyed from the first three episodes. So if you haven't seen them, turn it off. We go from like high intensity to, hey guys, we're back. It is my, kind of my favorite thing to do. We made it feel like, they feel like we were gone for a while, but literally just looked at each other and waited a couple seconds. Which honestly, we don't even need to wait a couple seconds. I edit out that couple seconds. Yeah, yeah. I literally like delete those. Okay, so we're going to talk about the first episode with Conan O'Brien, The Magician's Assistant. So The Magician's Assistant, 
So the magician's assistant, uh, I think the murder mystery they were trying to solve was she got sawed in half. Yes. The magician <laughs> sawed her in half. And, of course, he's saying, I didn't do it. The saw, the fake saw was And there's replaced. three suspects. Yeah. And what's so funny is. Who were the three suspects? The three suspects were his old assistant. Mm-hmm. The competing magician. Yes. And the Moms Against Magic. Oh, yeah. So, what's so oh. funny is when they're interviewing the magician. Which one? The one who sawed her in half. Mm-hmm. He was, like, saying, it, it wasn't me. I was framed. Someone replaced the saw to a real saw instead of a fake saw. And then, <laughs> I don't know if it was Conan or Will. They go, well, didn't you have a safe word? And he's like, yeah. Well, what was the safe word? The safe word is stop. Well, what was she saying? She was saying, you're sawing me in half. You're sawing me in half. What are you doing? <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. It was funny. I thought the name game was funny. We talked about that last week. How Will kept... Will, when uh, Conan goes and interviews with... The moms. The moms. Yeah. Uh, he's undercover. And they keep... They keep making him change his name. And then Conan tells the story about why he hates magic. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was really funny. Also, what was really funny was when they were interviewing the competitor magician in the in the jail. Oh, yeah. He was doing all this magic. And, and Will, Will is Derry like, is, oh, oh my God. God. Conan could not Conan keep it go, together. Conan looks at him and goes, no one gets that excited for magic. <laughs> and is just dying laughing. It was so funny. I forgot what it was. But Conan also said something about his name. About Terry remember. Seattle's name and and Will was not have like Will was not having it. Yeah, I can't remember what the it dynamic was. with Will and the and the guests is really it good. Is, it is so uh, funny. You could tell he's excited to film every episode. Yeah. I also thought it was funny when um the little girl comes up to Conan. What happened? Oh yeah. Well, um, he sawed someone in half. Well, where'd she go when she died? Uh. <laughs> uh <laughs> he had no idea. And then she's like, "So magic isn't real? Well, uh, this is real. She died." <laughs> I think I think uh, what was also good was when they went to go interview the old assistant. She works at this restaurant and serves really hot stuff. And Will is just oh my dousing gosh. Conan's sloppy Joe, sloppy Joe, and he starts eating it, and it's so it's hot, so hot. <laughs> and he can't. He's like sweating and crying, and Will actually starts laughing. I don't know mm-hmm. if you noticed mm-hmm. that. Oh my god, that part was so funny. Cause they're trying to cause he's like, Okay, I know you got I know you got questions to ask her in your little notebook, so go ahead and ask her. And he's like choking on this food. And she she's just crying. I hate my job. Yeah. And he's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, so Conan ended up did he, he did, did get, get it right. right. It ended up being the competitor the, magician, mm-hmm. Magic Melvin. And you, why did we know that? Why were we able to guess that? Because he likes hot sauce. Oh, yeah. He has a pet rabbit, and the other clue was, shoot, I forgot what it was. Yeah, it was, it was pretty easy. It yeah, pretty I forgot what to, the other one was. To pinpoint him. So the second episode was with Marshawn Lynch. This is my favorite. Marshawn Lynch is definitely my favorite episode. The episode was called Triplet Homicide, mm-hmm. and basically there's twins, mm-hmm. identical twins. Triplets. I'm sorry, triplet. identical it's triplets. It's called Triplet Homicide. Hello? Hello, hi, I'm Chris from C-Max. <laughs> there are identical triplets, and yep. their mother died. Played by the same actor. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. And on the... So basically the mom is a creator of this doll and she based Terry. the... Or what was wasn't it called the Terry doll? No, I can't remember. I can't remember either. It was some dumb name. So the doll was based and made after her son, so it looks just like her son's. On the wall, do you remember what he wrote on the mall on the wall? Mm-mm. Something something mom. Tommy Tuxedo. Tommy Tuxedo is the name of the doll. He, we something was written on the wall where it said something something mom so mm-hmm. we knew it was one of the sons mm-hmm. it was spelled incorrectly mm-hmm. they had video footage also of um, one of them wearing a black hoodie but the, yes. they're all identical they're identical so one we knew it was hoodie. a son we knew that they owned a black hoodie we knew that they didn't know how to spell and we knew that they were left handed and she got murdered with the doll yeah yeah and we knew that that he was left handed because of the way that the doll struck uh, his her face or something. So first off, this episode starts with Marshawn Lynch just being so confident, and I was all about. Oh, it. he was just—he came up all gangster. He was not cursing he, left and right. Was, like we're he gonna was, catch this mother f. It was so. Funny. He literally changed his name to Detective Bag of B I T C H, and uh, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. So he also just straight up tackled yes, someone. Yes, I laughed so hard. So in it the second, hilarious. that was the second one, right? I'm trying to remember all three suspects. In the basement, yep. The second, so the second, uh, the second suspect was in the basement. He was uh, like a doomsday. A doomsday, prepper. yeah. And he comes out with a bat, and Marshawn Lynch straight up grabs him and throws him on the couch. And you could tell the actor was like, "I'm not." Uh, I don't I'm know what's happening. I don't know. What, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And even Will was like laughing so hard because. Marshawn Lynch's instinct was to just bum rush this yeah. guy and grab him and throw him on the ground. It was so good. My, I think my favorite part of, I don't remember what, I think it was the first suspect. My favorite part, yes, it was the first suspect when they bring him in for questioning. When they're mimicking? Was the mirror was gone. Yeah. So Terry Seattle, Will Arnett goes, Marshawn, you basically have to mimic all of his movements. And so it's Marshawn doing a very good job mimicking all of the suspect's movements and didn't laugh at all. And then another cop comes in and Terry Seattle starts mimicking. I don't know. It was so funny. funny. For some reason it was so funny. funny. And then the third suspect was the poker game. Mm -hmm. I thought that was hilarious. So I know because he was... (laughs) So Marshawn was wearing a... Because he was trying, he was pretending to be a poker dealer, yeah. and on his uniform was a club, <laughs> and Will kept calling it a spade, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's it a so freaking good. club!" Nice spades. Also, I don't and being, know. And Will, Will being in uh, his ear was good too, Marshawn's ear. Yeah, because he was just having him say like just the dumbest stuff. I don't know if you remember, but in the beginning of the episode, Will Arnett was doing the Batman voice to the base. He was. Because his, his aunt Vivian died like 20 <laughs> years ago and he found... He was pretending he was like destitute. Yeah, he found like her urn of ashes in the in like stuck underneath the passenger side of her his car or something crazy. And an ongoing reel is that... The chief police officer and, and Terry Seattle slash Will Arnett dated. Yes. And so he blames her that she's just giving him all these crappy yeah, partners. Yeah, basically. And, stuff. and then the the part where they were interviewing the the first one and they're just coming up with ideas for the doll. Yeah. That was just so funny. 
Marshawn doesn't get it right, unfortunately. He, he gets almo- it wrong. He almost yeah. gets it right. He missed one of the clues. It was the Doomsday Prepper because he had the bat left-handed and his Doomsday Wall had everything in capital or in uh, no, spelled. Oh, no, his, his bucks. His bucks. Yeah, he creates his currency. He, he creates fake currency, fake currency and he spelled dollar wrong. Yeah, and, and then, then the jacket is the hoodie. was laying over. But Marshawn, the guy Marshawn guessed, did have a hoodie and something else. Marshawn just missed the left-handed the left-handed thing. thing, and then Marshawn gets fired at the end, which made me sad because. I hope they bring. I hope. I hope they. You would assume they're going to do another season. Yeah, I, I hope they so. bring them back. Uh, I think so. It was my favorite. It was so it was good. It was so good. Third episode. Go ahead, Camille Third. Nanjiani. Yep. Your favorite episode. That was my favorite because it was just that one to me was so. What's wrong with off the for? wall? It was off the wall and just the best knee jerk. Reactions. It was truly improv too, I think. Yes. Yeah. To me, it was truly mm-hmm. improv. So, the episode is that, the episode for that episode, the episode name, hello? The title for that episode was Most Likely to Commit Murder. Mm-hmm. So, basically, they are going to Will's high school reunion and somebody Which there, he didn't want to go to at he first. He did not want mm-hmm. to go to. Somebody there got murdered. And he is tied up in the chair. His feet are bound. His hands are bound. And there is a CD, like, shoved into the side of his neck. So, so first of all. Can we start with them pulling the thing out of his mouth? So, yeah. So, first of all, they pull. They were telling that Camille's biggest rookie mistake was that he didn't check the mouth first. Yeah. So of course he goes to check the mouth and, and the, the corpse the starts, starts laughing, smiling, yeah. <laughs> and then it pulls out and it says what? See you in hell. See you in hell, yeah. Uh, so it was just so funny. So the people that they interviewed was one was a, a jock, like a football jock. No, before that was who? Can we go to? Did you write down what Camille said that I thought was so or something about the poopy the poopy dog on the? Okay, yeah. So Will said. <laughs> When the doo-doo goes sideways, when we are deep dog dirt, your coconut better not just crack open and spill all over my gosh dang shoes. Sorry, I had to make that piece And Camille's like, it won't. It, it <laughs> he won't. Really, he doesn't really know. Also, it's, Are you sure? You're going to take a psychopath test. And then, and then Camille says cadence. Oh my but God. Will was like, I don't know what this big word is that you're trying to say. And Camille's like, Cadence and Wilson. Codex. 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 <laughs> Cadence. Codex. I was. Camille's was, laughing that whole time, by the it way. It was so. He funny. laughed a lot. Yeah, he did laugh a lot. So the first, first suspect. The is. first suspect was the. T- okay, sorry. The murder victim is the like creator CEO of Face Plates, which is basically like Facebook. His ex partner in the tech world. Was this dude who we see him in a computer in a, like a computer lab? He's coding, like doing coding, coding yeah. yeah. And um, let me backtrack again. Sorry. Oh, okay. When they're at the murder victim, they give the clues. Mm-hmm. So in order to get the the disc in their neck, they had to have a strong For sure. like you would think throwing hand, you would think strong yeah. wrist. To, I mean, it's like jammed in there. Mm-hmm. You have to know how to tie a knot. Mm-hmm. That's what's tied the, up. He's all tied up. Well, I don't think you. I don't think they go over those types of things. I think it's just known as you look for the suspect. For sure. Like, like Terry Seattle doesn't say they gotta be able to tie knots. Like, you just look at the. They do in the second. In the do they? they do in the triplets one. Okay. 
Interesting. Because I remember them talking about hmm. left hand and blah, blah, blah. But no, this one they did not. Because I don't even remember what the third one was. Maybe the CU. Oh, the handwriting. Mm-hmm. The CU in hell. Was no, all it was all capitalized. Yeah. So the handwriting for that. So they meet the first suspect. He's the ex-tech partner. And he's doing coding. And you can see he has like wrist braces on yeah. both of his wrists. Probably carpal, carpal tunnel, tunnel from typing. And they interview him. And then he gets all mad. And he starts throwing discs. He throws discs when they walk in. I think. While they he gets walk scared. out. Oh, they walk out. Or yeah, yeah, because he gets mad at them. Yeah. And they don't go very far. Like, they, like, literally, <laughs> don't, they don't, it's not even, he's not even throwing, he's no. just dropping on the ground, basically. Yeah. Then they go to the second subject, subject, suspect, suspect mm-hmm. who is the jock, mm-hmm. and he, like, played a bunch of sports, football. Disc golf, football. Disc, disc golf. Yeah, a bunch of yeah. And... He's just talking. Okay, so Will tells Camille to have this cool walk. That and was during that part? Yeah, because okay. he wanted him to look cool for the <laughs> cool jock. And so he like does this weird... His shoulders up and his arms out. He look, Yeah, his shoulders and his arms look like he's like Pinocchio. And then he's walking and squatting like he has like a big dookie diaper yeah, on. Yeah, it's, it's... And he's like... And Will's like... <laughs> and then of course they get into the locker with the with the jock and they're pretending like they have all been to that school mm-hmm. and the jock is like oh i do remember you you were terry fart and faint or something yeah, or it, farter so the gag is that terry used to terry seattle used to fart and faint a lot yes yeah. so they used to keep saying that and then he was like i don't remember you to camille and camille's like no, yeah, dude, we were in this class, and they were, and he was like, "Well, sing the national, the sing the school oh, yeah. anthem," <laughs> and so they're singing the school anthem, and Camille's, Camille's like, copy, trying yeah. to copy and say it along, and it, it was he actually did a really good job. On the he points to a locker, and it says something about football, I think, mm-hmm. and we see his handwriting, and then. I think that was it for that. Oh, he talks about how he talks about how he doesn't have a house anymore. Oh, yeah. He just lives on he a rowboat. A yeah, he lives on a rowboat. He lives on a rowboat. So then the third suspect, which wasn't initially a suspect, mm-hmm. was Terry Seattle's crush mm-hmm. from high school. And also throughout this whole episode, Terry's trying to figure out who Camille's high school crush is. Oh yeah. And Camille is not giving not it. Telling it. And And then everybody keeps asking him. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. So they they go up to his crush from high school, and she of course starts to kind of get more into Camille because he does that walk mm-hmm. or something, and they find out that she was actually the ex girlfriend of the jock, I think. No, ex girlfriend of the guy who died. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like or she, they dated or something. Yeah, like they dated or something like that. So they started interviewing her. She was on the. She was on some sort of sports team, mm-hmm. whether it be like disc golf mm-hmm. or something. And that was really all the information we got from her. I'm yeah, it sure. was more or less Camille still doing the walk and talking silly and them trying to get the crush out of him. Yeah. And Terry Seattle, she she shows that she's into Terry Seattle and says he can TB. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he can touch boob. Yes. <laughs> and then he like gets distracted and then she 
She goes off with somebody, somebody else. else. And he gets mad at Camille, and then Camille walks away doing the walk. Yes. Uh, so at the end, Camille gets it right, and it's the jock because obviously he, he's played disc golf. He writes in capitalized letters. And he, he because a robo, on a rowboat, so he, he knows how to knots. tie knots. Yep. So uh, overall, it's it. I feel like it's short enough, and it's packed with enough content to be really funny yeah i think 45 minutes to an hour would be oh that would be too long i think they do a really good job of making it like a murder mystery dinner almost with like high a yeah a tier cast members i'm really enjoying it so far i'm not going to give a full review because we've got three more episodes after this yeah but definitely guys give it a shot if that's something that you're interested in it's super fun let us know. Very lighthearted. Let us know if you get the... If you don't like Will Arnett, probably not your thing. That's true. It's very heavy on Will Arnett. Very heavy Will Arnett. So, yeah. You want to hit him with that closure? <laughs> yes. Guys, thank you so... Oh, okay. Yes. No, well, I was just saying we'll have the full review. We'll watch the next few episodes. Yes, yeah, so we'll full have the full review. review next week. Content's coming as far as... The next couple weeks, you've got Texas Chancellor Massacre, you got Studio 666. There's a lot coming out, A lot guys. coming out, so we're happy that these episodes are a little more... Light-hearted. <sighs> a little bit of a relief. So go ahead and hit them, I'm sorry. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. As always, our three and a half listeners have blossomed into <laughs> a bunch of listeners, and we are so grateful every day for that. Be sure to stalk us on all of our social media. Matrimonia Madness, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all of that good stuff. Also, jump in the Discord, guys. Interact with our spooky little community. We like to tell dad jokes in there, actually, every day. We get a dad joke. It's pretty funny. And then please leave us a review on your favorite podcatcher. Is that that what it is? Podcatcher. That is what it is. And, yeah, that's basically it. To close. First of all, how did I do with that? You did great. What would you say? If my intro was a 1.25, what would you say that one was? I would say that's probably a 4.3. Let's go. I also dodged answering the ultimate question. Wow. I didn't mean to. Okay, next week. It's fine. Next week. As far as reviewing the podcast, maybe put five on it. Put five on it. See you guys next week. Bye.